of your hand-picked global music program called Radio Clandestino. My name is Rafael, I'm your host and selector and I'm here every Tuesday from 10.30 until midnight.
These are African rhythms, passed down to us from the ancient spirits. Feel the spirit, a unifying force. Yeah, Come on, move with the spirit. Stand up, clap your hands, choose with the rhythm. My name is Raphael Flores and you're in for a treat tonight as I've got DJ Dede in the house for the second edition exploring the sounds of Afrobeat from Nigeria and beyond Nigeria. Thanks for joining me, man. Thank you very much for having me again. It's awesome, yeah. man. So so what you're listening to now is a track from the Africa Funk compilation, which mm-hmm. is kind of like... Um, an introduction to what we're hoping to do today, which is explore the influence and the sounds of Afrobeat all over the world. Yeah, and that's an exemplary case of that particular era where uh, the uh, original um, Afrobeat as compiled and exercised and um, and described by Fela and, and Fela Kuti and, and, and his Afrobeat orchestra. The, the far-reaching influences that uh, he'd exercised both in, in all continents and in this case the Afri- Africa Funk compilation uh, and the first track by Onus of Juju that uh, you're about to listen to um, exemplifies that particular uh, feature of um, uh, the combination of the African traditional um, music uh, in a contemporary, delivered in a contemporary uh, format of, you know, R&B and funk and soul and so on, but but the, the essentials of that particular musical traditions being that African um, is sort of evolved in, a, in, in uh, as you will experience in this in this track, um, in, in, in the 70s and so on in, in, in uh, African-American communities and, and the wide spectrum of uh, where the, the music uh, reached. But uh, making the connection between the uh, the Africa uh, recently lib- liberated from the early 60s and 70s and uh, that profound effect of them rediscovering themselves. So again, this transatlantic um, journey um, continues on. I will definitely hear some African American funk in this track as well. Thanks for joining me again, Dede. Uh, Dede is a DJ and a radio producer with a lot of experience and a wealth of knowledge about African music. So I'm very happy to be able to do this in second edition of um, Afrobeat here on X 98.3 FM and online Canberra's community radio station.
that was a track from a band called Nuin Afrobeat coming out of Santiago, Chile. So you could hear some Spanish language in that. Where did you track it? Oh, just, uh, just out of, um, just in general, of following the Afrobeat and the links and things that are just yeah. popping my emails and so on. So, and uh, I realized that, um, uh, yeah, this uh, this group has been active from a few years back, but they they just went and delved into the source. Um, yeah, and, there's and, an amazing uh, video up on mm, YouTube, YouTube of yeah. um, Afro Beat doing a fellow Kudi mm. cover. And they've got like a very, very close relationship with the original band, um, yeah. which is uh, now succeeded by, basically spearheaded by Sion Kuti, the son of fellow Kuti. They, they're just um, great musicians in the format of the uh, contemporary African music or they would say traditional for slash modern African music because the, the power of incorporating conventional instrumentations from synthesizers to whatever to express musical notes, melodies, songs and speak and talk of the issues of, the, of today. Yeah, that's um, one thing yeah. that we really wanted to highlight is that while there's a musical legacy of Felicuti and Afrobeat in, in terms of the instrumentation, the funk and the jazz, mm-hmm. there's also a big connection with the actual lyrical content and the protest music again yes. is also. Do you want to talk a bit about that? Yeah, uh, basically highlighting highlighting every facet of the this evolving world um, where, say, in the African context where um, uh, social structures were not in place by the time that the, uh, the decolonization process happened. So the link of um, uh, survival, subsistence, and econ- econ- economies of subsistence, and and their interdependency with a former colonial power, it's still there. So it's a newer form of um, colonization where the, the the interests seem to collude, and they embrace cap- capitalism without without the foundations of uh, social networks to to uh, basically care for the people. So human rights is uh, it's it's always uh, an, an issue. Economic rights is always an issue, and the distribution of uh, of wealth so all of these things combined in the in today's world as they embrace formats of democratic representation it is always um, an issue that uh, people live and, and and talk about in different in different languages in different settings in different countries in different uh, uh, cultures within the continent of Africa so they, they saw quite a, uh, a great avenue as you know medium of communication as radio as has no one knows anything that is faster than that mm-hmm. uh, in terms of processing you know a person could be like in a, in the fields collecting his rice and 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 whatnot you know someone is it but just a tiny little transistor it can connect you with the with what's going on in your own language and music has always been the format and not even the transistor radio like uh, the internet is a free and worldwide audience and specifically new and Afrobeat from mm. Santiago Chile they've released um, all of their music free on Line, so until they can access everyone yeah, yeah, and I guess what you're saying is that even though it's what 30 40 years after the birth of Afrobeat the social context and the social issues are actually still the same you know, so. oh yeah yeah oh yeah that's they they completely you know, you know they just evolve the the, uh, the players change but the it's consistent with the message and the notion that they want mm-hmm. to touch people and work these senses up and to stand for what is uh, uh, right, I guess. What is, uh, you know, but in the same in the same way, they enjoy themselves. They they brings the community together. It's party and music, it's, sure. it's music. Music yeah. is music, and and um, and so yeah, you dance, you rejoice. You not only just take the bad, but you 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 delve with the yeah with the with everything that is good about it. 
We're going to play a track called The Conversation. Mm. Would you like to explain yeah, basically, what that is? Basically, that also, yeah, it's just a, um, another layer of all the words that we put together uh, or trying to describe. Um, it's uh, basically another layer of this uh, conversational between traditional, modern formats and different cultures. So this uh, gentleman called um, Elike from uh, it's Togolese descent, but uh, he resides and, and lives in Washington DC. And for years, so he, 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 he organized a band, I guess, uh, for years, and uh, he plays his own notion of Afro pop or Afro modern music, and in fact, Afro beat um, mm. with a, a multicultural band. So it's a it's a it's a great it's a great journey. So you just have to <laughs> listen to it, and uh, perhaps the introduction of it will tell you a lot. And I love the name as well, like the conversation, because. Um what we're exploring this week on World Vibe is that conversation started by Velikudi in the 70s in a very specific political and social context and the responses and the interactions with that all around the world. So. Radio Clandestino, handpicked global music. Music is music. You know, if it comes from the heart and it comes from the soul and the spirit and it moves you, then it's music. It doesn't matter where it comes from. All music is world music. Thank you. 
DJ Dede here for our second Afrobeat special.
Those are the amazing sounds of Quantic and a track called Maspan, which uh, comes out of Colombia. Mm-hmm. Um, produced and written by Quantic, who's actually a British DJ. That was like, uh, for me, the epitome of uh, this particular overarching of the experiences of this transatlantic phenomena. And and because he sensed that in the musical and the, and the historical traditions of the Colombian Colombian um, uh, back, backdrop or background, these ingredients were already there. And because they had so, you know, the, we go back to the 60s and 70s and 50s, there's, there's so much of the Afro-Colombian uh, 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 essentials that uh, it was just uh, the great ground for someone to um, to, to evolve and, and see the kaleidoscopic like cumbia style. It, 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 it does exemplify that multitude of, of ingredients that are, are so, you know, are so, so bond together as Joseph Kizerbo would say, an historian, an historian, um, uh, African historian uh, from uh, uh, Burkina Faso, said, you know, you cannot slice the cake, you can perhaps unbake it, you know, tell what went in there. You can't slice, say, this is from that, this is from that, no, no, no. Everything went in there at different times and it evolved into that. It's that cake, yeah, we're, we're taking a big bite out of that very tasty cake. Indeed. Yeah. Oh, it's very tasty for you, yes. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> So up next, we've got a track um, from Tony Allen, who was Felicuity's original drummer, and he's still active and recording. He resides in the UK now, and he's considered one of the other founders of um, Afrobeat specifically, with his rhythms and the way that he played, played. which it sounded like there was like... Very unique. Like five drummers, except it's just one dude on one drum kit. What track are we going to hear now? Uh, It's uh, from one of these albums. Um, He's got a few. uh, Crazy Afrobeat. Um, and uh, well, with respects to to um, uh, Tony Allen, I mean, no need any introduction on that. He's like the other side of Fella, you know. He said, um, in his own words, Fella wrote music lyrically. I write music with my drums. So, so that's the component. And uh, Fella struggled actually to get the replacement um, if Tony Allen were, was to leave, or when he did you know, for, for a short period of time or so. Um, and this goes back to the, way back in the 70s when they actually started and, you know, fellow wouldn't employ people in the band um, if they didn't master the, uh, the ability, I guess, of playing the drums. Um, and you would equate that with, you don't play like a Cuban. He, he, this this with in a, in a in a in a way of uh, uh, fella expressing that uh, connection between the Yorubas um, yeah, and the yeah. traditional Yoruba music that is so ever present in in Cuba. This is Fela Kuti telling mm-hmm. his own musicians in That's Nigeria right. in the seventies. Look, yeah. I'll only in, employ yeah. you in my band if you in the late sixties actually sixties yeah. seventies. If you yeah, play well, like yeah. a Cuban, you yeah. Know? yeah. I think I think yeah. at one at one time he had. Uh, Cubano fiestas group orchestra or something like fiestas. So the the, the link or the the uh, the relationship that he was trying to establish is that of the um, the you know well versed and well trained Cuban players, you know, uh, drummers. Tony Allen is yeah he exceeded. So in a way in a way and he, when he tries to exp- explain um, the polyrhythm basis of his style. 
is because he's surrounded by, say, 25, at least 25 different ethnic group languages, ethnic groups that have their own distinct rhythm bases, and that identifies them as, a, as, a, as that group, you know, language group, ethnic group, with geographical denominations, space, and so on and so on. One, two, three, four.
tuned to another edition of Radio Clandestino, handpicked global music here on X 98.3 FM and online Canberra's community radio station. Sounds of a Canberra band actually called Nyash Afrobeat Collective. You heard that right. There is, or there was, an Afrobeat band operating and live here in Canberra. Unfortunately, the two band leaders have uh, moved on. One of them is uh, now living in Indonesia. So the one that moves to Indonesia might have taken Afrobeat to a different level, to a different place. I've actually had conversations with him. One of his music dreams is actually putting together an Afrobeat band in Jogjakarta in Indonesia. So it's a crazy example of how essentially that every city in the world seems to have an Afrobeat band, including Canberra. And that kind of leads us in to this idea of the global reach of Afrobeat as well. And you've brought something from yeah, France, um, actually. Yeah. Tell us about that one. Uh, the group is called Fanga. It means um, spiritual force in the West African um, uh, language uh, of the Jola people. And the group consists of eight uh, musicians that breathe Afrobeat. Of course, they, you know, it, uh, from its inception, the inspiration from Fela and, and, and the group and the, and the, and the phase um, into basically uh, that have, they have evolved into bringing Afrobeat to this new, new era where the hypnotic fusion of funk and African traditional music and so on, you know, that's been pioneered by, by fellas, as I mentioned. The, the indications are that, you know, <clears throat> as we, we evolved into different um, music instruments, um, uh, adapted to more contemporary styles or more, you know, electronic or fusion and so on. But but they always maintain the the uh, the backdrop of that um, uh, infectious um, and driving beat of the original Afrobeat and and the, the drama sequence of Tony Allen. That is is always a given, and that is always what drives <laughs> the whole. Um, the whole um, uh, move of the soul, the spirit. The name of the track is Kononi and is featuring Kadidiara. Um, so you'll hear uh, the in- intrinsic notions of the African traditional instruments and Sang and Manding. So a lot of the bluesy, rocky and upbeat of the Afrobeat.
second Afrobeat special.
track uh, Bogota by the Colombian band Onda Tropica. Very interesting track that one because it's it's an ode to uh, Bogota, the capital city of Colombia. A very, very old city in the context of the um, Latin America, as uh, we know today. And that, that kaleidoscope of transatlantic sounds, I guess, you know, culture, people, movements. This one is is exactly to exemplify that uh, the earlier roots were already there and um, and that guitar work it's so so reminiscent and so familiar to a lot of West Africans uh, especially in the area of the Congo because um, uh, St. Thomas and Prince of Islands was also a, a, a uh, indentured labor in slave trading post in West Africa uh, near Angola when they abolished slavery so they put this shipped a lot of people to work there as indentured labors. It was actually the, the, the number one producer of cocoa in the world. So this is St. Thomas. Like, cocoa, like chocolate. Yeah, yeah, chocolate, yeah. Many yeah, ingredients that's, that's right, that's right. And for, so for, he held that for a large, large number of years until it surpassed by Ivory Coast or Ghana and all the other, all the places where they sort of um, intensified with the monoculture of the, of the, of the um, like in my native Guinea-Bissau, the monoculture was, the, was the peanut, you know. So, but the Americans claimed that they invented the peanut and peanut butter. <laughs> It's a, it's a very, it's very uh, yeah. frequent. It's very common in their own uh, diet. Well, because I've always yeah. thought of chocolate as the ultimate colonial product. You get the raw ingredients from Latin America and Africa. You export that into Europe and package yeah. it in some sort of Swiss company, and then absolutely it yeah. comes out as this like refined Swiss chocolate. <laughs> and then they and then they will sell you and you sell you for an arm and a leg back yeah. in the, in yeah, the yeah. countries where it came from. Well, this is the the whole uh, contextual history of the you know the the, the uh, triangle of where you pick up the raw material, you convert it, and then you you shift it again. You know, so the, the triangle between Africa, the American Americas and and Europe is is consistent. It's ongoing. So maybe it's a reflection of how we perceive music, how we perceive the sounds, and how we tend to illustrate facts that bring about the notions of balance, the equilibrium between all all parts. Because we all extractions of them. We all we have a shared history. You know. It's, by 571 years, the, mm. the the last time I had look at uh, <laughs> the arrival of the first uh, ships at, on the coast of Africa, 1446. That's a that's a topic for the next next, next area of interest. Yeah, yeah definitely, yeah. definitely. Where we're gonna explore different, uh, contextually speaking, different areas of the transatlantic uh, sound and, mm. and, and 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 history. And speaking of uh, geographic boundaries. We've gone from from Nigeria to mm. uh, Santiago, yes. Chile, uh, to Canberra, um, yeah. and to France, to, <laughs> to Mali, France, and to Mali, and yeah. uh, to next up, we're going to go to New York, mm. to the gritty streets of yeah. Brooklyn, New York. It's fitting. One of the best um, Afrobeat bands still operating mm. called um, Antibalas. Melting Pot. It, yeah. It's a Spanish name. It means uh, bulletproof. Mm -hmm. But um, Antibalas have really. And taking up the mantle of that protest music um, from uh, Felicuti. The track in, in, in question, uh, Si Se Puede, um, this is in, in, in Spanish language, 
obviously. Um, yes, you can. This is really the, that's American. It's almost a political yeah. slogan like yeah, uh, that's right. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Yeah. That's, that's right. Which yeah, I yeah, think yeah. Obama. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. yeah. But you know, people have been using that in the history of America. They identify them as a people. Yeah. Yes. Yes, you can. You know, that's sort of daring spirit and so on. So if yes, you can. So don't hold back. And if there's a need to demand for your rights, you know, or 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 uphold your First Amendment, or you know your right, your, your your human rights, really. You know, si se puede. So they were saying this in yes. 2001, yes. in the air airwaves, it going everywhere. So yes. <laughs> you know, yes, you can. On that note, we will wrap up this uh, second Afrobeat special with uh, DJ Dede in the house. And thank you very much for joining me, Matt. Thank you very much, Rafael. If you like the sounds, please check us out on Facebook where we've put some of our shows up as podcasts. Radio Clandestino, your selection of hand-picked global music.
to another edition of your hand-picked global music program called Radio Clandestino. My name is Rafael, I'm your host and selector, and I'm here every Tuesday from 10.30 until midnight. Radio Clandestino is the radio wing of Clandestino Events, which is a Canberra-based organisation dedicated to putting on interesting and multicultural music both in the real world with festivals and events here in Canberra and in the virtual world with podcasts and videos and a radio show like this one. You can find out more just by googling Cultura Clandestino.
that's it for me for an, another edition of Radio Clandestino on Community Radio 2XX 98.3 FM and online. I'll catch you next time or I'll catch you on the podcast which you can download and stream at any time. Just search for Radio Clandestino. Peace out. <laughs>